0: is this is this 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 this
1: this is this is this says this is this this is the local music revolution the local music revolution 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 Hello, and welcome to the Local Music Revolution. I am your host, Ogre. On today's episode, very, very special episode. Um, Announcements, so many announcements today. I am truly excited about this episode. So, featured on this episode is Dirtbag Clothing. Uh, Dirtbag is a clothing company that started in 1996. Um, I've been following them since at least early 2000s because of... Dimebag Daryl, and he's my hero. Um, But if you're a metal fan, you've heard or seen artists with dirtbag clothing on. So I got into them, and in early 2006, um, my band, one of my previous bands, had a sponsorship with Dirtbag for about three months, and then we broke up because of things that happened. Since then, I've tried to follow them as closely as I could which has been awesome because they are expanding i actually got to meet most of the people that work for that company at Notfest 2014 i still have all of that gear that i got from dirtbag my hat my straps most of the straps that i own right now are dirtbag straps guitar straps by the way Um, my keychain my lanyard is dirtbag basically i really really enjoy this company what they do for artists is amazing and i'm really really happy to have dirtbag smitty who is the artist relations manager over at dirtbag clothing this was one of those great great experiences that i just i really wanted to try something so i went for it i contacted Dirtbag on facebook and i asked him hey you know what I would really like to work with you guys. Is there a way to do it? Um, Smitty contacted me back that night and said, yeah, this is how we can see you helping us out. If you can do that, by all means, let's work something out. So with that being said... The local music revolution will have a new segment called the block of rock, which is actually something that dirtbag puts out themselves on their YouTube channel. They asked me to put it on here, see what we can do, create some more buzz. So now instead of one band, you will hear my initial interview with the artist I am promoting. Plus you will hear an interview that Smitty did with an artist on the dirtbag roster. So announcement number one is format change. I am now working with Dirtbag to bring you two artists for every episode, so hey, um, we're going to see how this works out. It does sound like it's going to be beneficial for everybody involved, so let's do this. My second announcement is I am now officially sponsored by Dirtbag Clothing, so I will start getting some stuff out. I'll probably do some contests, something like that, to celebrate, but just remember, Dirtbag Clothing, that's the way to go. My final announcement, which is what I feel the biggest one, is on April 6th, 2016, the podcast will turn one year old. That means I released that on April 6th, 2015, and it's been a long, crazy ass year. But to celebrate, I am throwing a show in my hometown with bands that are on the local music revolution. So, to commemorate the year anniversary of the local music revolution, we will be having a show featuring "Dawning of a Massacre, Militant Civilian, Days Under Authority, Sexual Stevo and the Neighborhood Scum, and lastly, Cool Homer Jack. You've heard me mention them before, I'll mention them again in the future because they are very good friends of mine the failed gamer stream will also be present at the show we're working on streaming live from the show if it doesn't work out then you can just whoop the bearded necro at any game you choose because you know he does need to be humbled again that's going to be april 9th doors open at 8 show starts at 8 30 and it will be one hell of a night Now that those announcements are out of the way, we can get to what you're really wanting to hear, and that is the interview. So without any further ado, this is the dirtbag known as Smitty. Alright, I'm here with Smitty, the head of A&R for Dirtbag Clothing. How are you doing, man?
0: I am doing uh, very well. How are you?
1: I am doing well, man. Thank you very much for asking. So you're the head of A&R. Um, you deal with the bands and everything like that. But before we get into the, the specifications, what exactly is Dirtbag, and what are you guys doing in the music community currently?
0: Uh, well, uh, Dirtbag is a lifestyle brand, uh, clothing line specifically, and, um, we uh, started in 1996 in uh, San Francisco Bay area and then uh, it morphed down in San Diego uh, a few years after that. Uh, we got a retail shop on uh, Pacific beach, um, for quite a while. And then, uh, as the internet boom kind of took over, uh, we, we took sales online and, and, um, primarily do, uh, internet sales and distribution now of our clothing line. Um, it's, uh, you know, we found our, our niche kind of in the rock and metal world. Um, musicians kind of flocked to your brand as soon as it was created. And uh, John, this is before my time, but uh, John, back John, you know, he just, he, he loved music and he loved rock and, and metal already. So we kind of put two and two together and uh, here we are.
1: Nice, man. Nice. I actually, uh, I believe I met John at NotFest 2014, and he was telling me um, that you guys work with some really uh, big name bands. Are there any that you can mention and talk about what you guys are doing for him?
0: Oh, uh, yeah, man, sure. Um, we we kind of work with everybody, man. We, uh, uh, you know, a lot of people kind of get us mistaken for like a record label. We're not a record label. Um, we work with everybody, all different levels of bands, from starting bands to begin, you know, bands that have been doing it for a few years, bands that are beginning touring, uh, bands that have been touring for years. Um, some of the bands that we work with on a on the usual basis. I mean, we work with with, with everybody, man. We've worked with uh, Trap, Power Band 5000, Hinder. Uh, we do the merchandise for that metal show. Um, uh, nice. rest in peace, that metal show. Um, uh, just. Yeah, anybody and everybody. We do a lot of a lot of uh, work with the radio stations uh, all across the country, um, and as well as uh, press companies and things like that. Companies that bands would go to to put uh, press packages together and promotional packages and things like that, like awareness campaigns and nice. examples like that.
1: Um, so you said uh, that you worked with that metal show and everything. Um, do you get a lot of those kind of shows that the rock and metal? Um shows trying to get um, your name included in what they're doing
0: um yeah uh the shows are are, are as as uh, frequent as the the artists themselves um but uh you know we try to we try to have a a dynamic uh portfolio I guess you would say and um you know we just try to we try to work with everybody in the community you know from the from like you know Don and the guys on that metal show, and, and and the artists themselves as well as the radio stations, and we're kind of a a central resource point for everybody, um mm-hmm. and that's how we like to keep it, man, because we like to be able to to help as many people as possible and connect the dots, as I like to say. um mm-hmm. You know, bands need things to be successful, and radio stations need things to be successful, and if we can help you know the bands connect with the radio stations or the radio stations connect for merchandise or whatever bands need merchandise like you try to help try to help everybody
1: um so you mentioned that you actually work with uh younger bands as well so um i do know you guys have an endorsement uh package deal that you guys work with the bands so can you get into that and uh what you're looking for in a band trying to sign up for your endorsement <clears throat>
0: yeah um you know, if, a, if an artist is, is interested or curious about uh, a sponsorship with dirtbag clothing, we're not like a normal company uh, that would sponsor artists, man. You know, most of the time, a band, uh, you know, they submit for a sponsorship with like an equipment company, say drumsticks or cymbals or heads or whatever, yeah. um, or guitar strings or the guitars themselves, Shifter, for instance, or, you know, anybody. Um, and a lot of the times these big companies, they don't want to give, they don't give the small bands any look because they just don't offer enough uh, enough, uh, you know, they don't have a large enough market for the company to even bother with them. So, you know, a band that's only got 500 likes or a thousand likes, or you know, they play maybe 25 shows a year, 20 shows a year in their hometown or whatever. Those bands get overlooked all the time, and those bands are some of the harder working bands. You know, granted, every band kind of goes to that phase as they, they transition up the pipeline and become a bigger act. But we want to give everybody a chance, man, and we feel that. If we just leave it open-ended and we offer resources and networking capabilities amongst all of our artists, then that will help the younger artists build. Um, So to answer your question more directly, we really take everybody, man. You know, uh, you would get denied a sponsorship if you can't complete the form. So I can't tell you how many times somebody fills out the form and they leave out websites and Facebooks and like information. Um or people fill out the sponsorship form, I review all the sponsorship forms personally, so it takes a little time, but <clears throat> I actually go through and I read and I look at every single band and what they're doing. I listen to the music, I look at their social media uh, footprint, I look at their website. you know, what are they doing? Are they misspelling words? are there, do they have band photos? Are their band photos good? Are they crappy? Um, that's a big factor, you know, if does the band take themselves professionally and seriously? because if the band does, then I will. But if the band doesn't, then I'm like, I'll just click on and don't even waste my time. Wow. Nice. So that that's you know, that if the band cares about what they're doing, then I care about what they're doing. if they don't care about what they're doing and it's obvious, then I'm not gonna care either.
1: That that's really good to know, man. And and leaving it open ended like that gives opportunities to so many great bands that just get overlooked. It's amazing what you guys are doing. Um so moving on to uh your job um head of uh pr for the the company um so can you go into details about um what you're doing in the company um i know before we we got into the interview you also said that you were a, a musician so how does that work with your current job as well
0: well uh you know before i was in derbag i was in a band uh i still am in a band uh, we've, we've increased our touring. Um, Dirtbag. I'm kind of the shining example for what artists can do with Dirtbag, and uh, I'm the test dummy. So uh, not only am on I head of A&R and, and social media stuff like that, but I'm kind of the test dummy. Uh, I'm the band guy, as John calls me, um, and you know I'm the walking example for everybody else. And so a- any band is capable of getting out of Dirtbag what they put into Dirtbag. So. I, myself, I put a lot of time in the dirt bag, and I've been working for dirt bag for four years heavily. And you know, I do all the festivals. Wow. I inventory the merchandise. Like I help create social media buzz. Like you know, on a very in-depth scale. Now, not every band can do that. You know, some bands they don't live in Southern California. You know, so that makes sense. You can't go to the shop. You can't help do all the day-to-day stuff. And we're not necessarily prepared to take on fifty people. But bands from their hometowns from the stage from wherever they are, can help build this brand that is designed to help them and to help everyone. We've built the Zirbag platform, to, like I said, to be open-ended for everyone, man. So, like we say around the shop, you get out of it what you put into it. And I believe that in life in general. You get out of your life what you put into your life. You know, you get out of your music what you put into your music. You get out of your live show what you put into your live show. And, you know, and we try to live that mentality um, I believe that mentality, a hundred percent, and that's what we try to preach. Um, you know. Nice,
1: nice man. <laughs> All right. So, um, again, you're you're creating social media buzz and everything like that. Are there um, are there some bands that you are actively seeking yourself to, to get on Dirtbag? Um. Excuse me, hold on.
0: A minute. That we're actively seeking. Uh, we're always actively seeking. Um, there's not any, any particular band like, you know, Five Finger Death Punch or something like that. We don't, like, hunt bands down because it's just not really our style. Um, you know, we we love this business. We love the, the kind of etiquette and we love the, the stardom that comes with it. You know, I think we're all, as metal and rock lovers, are, are somewhat attracted to to that you know what I mean you see a rock star like you want to go get his autograph but yeah we don't really do that we kind of play it cool man like it's just it is what it is and we're in the industry and, and bands are in the industry and there's excitement around the industry and bands and artists and things like that so we try to really pursue hard-working bands honest loyal bands that care about what they're doing man they care about their products they care about the music which is their product you know, and and not just the music. The music's not just the product. You got your branding is your product. The way that you display your music and your band to the fans is your product, and and that's what we we're trying to do. So we're kind of like developing artists at the same time. A lot of bands don't need to be developed. They've been doing this for the same amount of time that Dirtbag is has been around. But a lot most eighty percent of our bands need help, and it's because they don't know anybody. You know, and or 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 they just don't know they haven't learned that in the pipeline yet like and i've been in a band for a decade now and i'm still learning every day how to be in a band better and that's what our goal is with with our artists is to help them do their job better to provide a better experience for their fans to provide a better experience for themselves and to provide a very uh unifying and community-like atmosphere for our industry, man. This is our industry. The rock and the metal industry is our industry, not just dirtbags, not just mine, but yours. This conversation that we're having on the phone right now is part of our industry. You should feel that you're just as important a part of this business as mine and as Dirtbag John as our artists are. That's why I punch for an example. You know? Yeah. We, uh, you know, like Philip Anselmo, he made the comments about the whole white power thing on stage. Dude, I was pissed because he's, he's representing my community and I don't appreciate that, you know. And I think that's why a lot that's of people true. got pissed about that comment because I don't. That's not why I'm in rock and metal, man. That's not why I left a hundred thousand dollar a year job in, in the Navy, something that I was really good at and that I loved doing, serving my country. To do this because I know I can make a positive impact on more people, doing what I love to do and doing this. But when I have people in my business that are saying very ignorant things like that, and that have the power of a microphone and are affecting people's you know, just energy in the way that they think, man, that's not acceptable. So, you know, that. that's just kind of one example. I don't want to get into the Philip and ensemble comments, but, <laughs> you know, this is our, what I'm trying to get at. This is our our community, and yeah. we need to make it our community. We need to maintain it as our community, you know, and, and that's what we try to preach to our artists. That's how we represent ourselves to people, um, you know, so we really do pursue everybody. Um, you know, we pursue the hard work bands, man from the get go you know if your song people say oh well that song sucks that song sucks Art is so subjective that i don't really judge a band by their music i judge them by everything else
1: yeah that that's the way to do it man their work ethic will speak volumes about that band way before the music yeah. does
0: so you know you can't spell an english sentence i'll judge you about that but if you you know just because you can't put the chords together man or or whatever the case may be in your songwriting or it's just not my style of music then i don't i don't hold that over anybody's head
1: very true man um so you also have um the artist relations with dirtbag um what when they are signed to a sponsorship you guys help them with merch and and press packages and shit and things like that so can you explain (laughs) (laughs) yeah not kidding um so um so can you uh, go in a little bit more in depth on how you help those bands with uh the physical product that they can sell?
0: Absolutely, yeah. So we have a we got a few things that we offer bands. Uh part of our sponsorship program and we're developing these things every day. So, you know, the things that I'm telling you right now, they're only getting better and we're also adding new things to the plate as as often as possible. So, uh some examples we have the Dirtbag Block of Rock. Um, It's a radio, kind of what we're doing right now. Like, I would call somebody. I host the Dirtbag Block Rock myself. Uh, We do, like, a radio interview with the artists, and then we make videos. We put those videos on YouTube. We share that content with the bands. We tag them and post with the Dirtbag on the Dirtbag page. You know, we got almost 7,000 likes on the Dirtbag page right now. So if the bands do want to do some advertising, they can give us, like, 10 bucks, and I'll do a post on our Facebook page. And, and access their their tags and their brand and their band and their music to our market to the dirtbag market. So you know you have to pay for Facebook, man. Fans don't understand Facebook. Like you can't just post one post and Facebook happens. You know mm-hmm. you you have to pay. You have to put money behind it in order to get a lot of people to see it. This is how Facebook operates. That's why the stock is one hundred ten dollars a share. Oh, you know it makes yeah. sense. That's what that platform was developed for. Unfortunately, like I hate it, but that's just, that's two thousand sixteen. There's no way around it. Um, so we're kind of adapting and learning how to, to help our band do that. Um, so we have the Block of Rock. Uh, that also gets put to, like, internet radio shows that are syndicated that get picked up by other radio shows. Um, the Dirtbag Block of Rock is currently getting shot to terrestrial radio stations, block radio stations around the country, FM and AM. Um, we've done uh, 26 of them so far once a week. And, uh, you know, six months of doing Blocker Rocks. And we've done. We've interviewed, interviewed some awesome artists. Last night I did sound for Unwritten Law at a backyard house party. <laughs> and I asked the guys, like, hey, man, I'd love to get you guys on the Blocker Rocks. Do, do an interview with you. So, you know, and they're like, yeah, that's cool, you know. So wow. now I have a potential interview with Unwritten Law next week. Which yes. is amazing. Um, we have a program called uh, TSE, which is Tour Support Equipment. So over the last 20 years, Dirtbag has established a lot of relationships with music manufacturing companies, such as the the, the companies that go to NAMM, um, and if they make musical equipment. Uh, we have specific sponsors currently working with Schechter. We're working with EMG Pickups, Legator Guitars, Aquarian Drumheads, Scorpion Drumsticks. Um, all these companies offer our artists a discount on their equipment. Um a perfect example is a drummer i don't remember what art what band he came from i just saw it come across my email but he said, he asked john i was a cc'd in it but he asked john about getting uh five sets of drum heads because he's getting ready to go on tour for three weeks so john's like yeah man i'm going to we can hook you up so aquarian drum heads cuts us a little discount for our artists so they can save some money and then we pass the deal on to them why go to amazon and guitar center where you can keep it in the family and get a better deal that's wow. the point oh, um nice. So that's kind of TSE. We got TSP, which is Tour Support Product. Um, and this is like a, an exclusive line of deer bag hats, specifically right now all, we, all we're doing is hats, but we are going to um, morph this into using T-shirts. Uh, we have an exclusive Deerbag hat that is only available to fans through the bands. And the, and it's just one style of hat. It's like a trucker hat with a patch in the center. It's a pretty sweet hat. Um, the bands would 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 prepay for a dozen hats so i think it's like 70 bucks for a dozen hats and then the bands can sell the hats for whatever they want to sell them for at the shows so it'd be like 15 bucks right if they sold a dozen hats they make a hundred dollars plus that 70 back so they make 170 dollars or whatever the math comes out to be now they just created a hundred bucks of the gas tank and the yeah. band keeps all the problems so um the band, it's a, it's a, it's a revenue generator for our artists. Uh, while they're on the road, they can put more money in the gas tank by selling another product at the table. Um, you know, they have their hats as a band and they can sell their bag hats on top of it. It's just another thing for the fan at the show to go, Oh, that's a cool hat. You know? And if they yeah. buy the hat, then the band gets an extra 15 bucks in their pocket.
1: That is awesome, man. That is awesome.
0: So, you know, that's three of them. We, we we do merchandise production. is just one of the things that we do, uh, as we talked about earlier. Yeah. And we can make flyers for bands. I've done CD replication for bands. We get a discount through Disc Makers. So if a band's getting their CDs made through Disc Makers and they're not going through us, then they're already losing money um, because we get a discount from, from Disc Makers because of the, uh, the quantity of bands and artists of work that we do through Disc Makers. Um you know, we got audio engineers, one of our audio engineers, I'm an engineer myself, um, but one of our, our higher engineers up in, the, up in the the pyramid, he just got done working on a Deptones record. Oh, you know, we man. got guys that can mix songs for people, man, at a good rate. It's not $100 an hour like you would normally pay. Um, anything, anything a band needs, man. You guys want stage scrims? We can print stage scrims. I'll even cut all the piping and put it together and put it in a nice bag, so you just order a stage scrim kit comes in a bag with the mesh and the in the poles and all you got to do is assemble it and put it on stage and rock out
1: done (laughs) that is awesome um um, so there was also one other thing um with the endorsement there's uh um on the website it says there's three levels um i I forgot what the levels are but they're like entry level to like main level um
0: so it's Openers supporting and headliner.
1: There you go. Um, can you go into those and what what the difference is between the three of them?
0: Yeah, sure. So we have uh, we got three tiers. We got the opening band We got the supporting bands and we got the headliners the headliners are like uh, You know some of the examples of headliners that we currently have a hailstorm um, you know the big bands the bands that are touring. 250 days a year and this is their job and that's all they do. Yeah. Uh, we try to support them as, as just as much as we support the, the smaller guys. Um, <laughs> when when you get sponsored, everybody comes in as an opening artist. So by default opening artists, uh, I believe it's 20%. They'll get a discount on, on their bag merchandise, which is 20% off They have to log into our website, through their login. Then if they buy any dirt bag merchandise through that login, then it automatically applies a discount. Um, you know, as well as access to everything that we're doing, the the network of bands that we've created, all the resources that I just listed off with doing merch production and everything like that. Um, excuse me. And then the mid-level bands. Um, so the, the, the supporting bands, you know, those are the bands those are for the bands that are there are 50, 75 to a hundred days a year. Um, the bands are really out there grinding it out. Um, they get a bigger discount on dirtbag merchandise. They get more resources and more opportunities. Um, and it also gives the bands that are in the... Every band that comes in as the opening act something to strive for. Show us that you're working. Show us that you're proving your model, that you're proving yourself. And then we'll help you even more. Like, that, it's it's simple. And obviously, you know, we get... We're going to get some of that, too. Like, bands are working for us as well as themselves. Um, you know, but we got to get something out of all this. So that's kind of what what the tier system design was for. Okay,
1: okay awesome. Um, <clears throat> so basically, um, those tiers are based on work ethic. You start out at the bottom, you work your way up, and hopefully, beyond all hope, you actually do get to be that headliner status where it is your job to be a musician. Correct?
0: Yeah, because that's the that's the dream of every band, right? I mean, we all want to do this as a career and support our families by doing what we love and playing music and, and recording music. And if we can we can help develop the bands through and that's just kind of a, a materialistic like visual representation of the, the progression for a band
1: all right smitty so um we've been talking about what dirtbag is doing and has done um do you guys have plans for the future to expand further i know you said it's a daily process that you guys are trying to get better but are there things that you guys are striving for yourselves
0: uh, as far as like personal things or as far as as with uh, the artist
1: like uh company things like huge company things expansions possibly or um
0: oh yeah yeah man so some of the without getting in the secret vault too much um, we've got a concept about uh, working with bigger corporations um you know for example like Nissan you know and kind of have like Nissan you know because what do bands need Well they need gasoline. Yeah, Man, every band needs gasoline to go on tour, right? Yeah. So, yeah. how often would it be to work with like Chevron or some big gas company and be able to get some sort of gas cards for touring bands at a discounted rate and be able to get bands the gas tank? Because what is what you know the two biggest costs for touring? Three, I'll say three biggest costs for a touring band are hotels, gas, and food, right? Mm-hmm yeah and that's all the bands really need that's all you need to go on tour if you can't go on tour without those three things you have to have those three things um uh you know and lodging could be a tour band it could be a bus if you're in a bus or it could be an rv or whatever or camping like my band's even contemplated camping in the warmer months like let's we'll just go get a campsite because it's like 10 bucks i'll sleep in a tent you know and roll up 10 every morning like a viking that's all awesome. <laughs> You know, that I think awesome. I think every country musician has got a little Viking blood in them, anyways, man. Like this is what we're doing; we're all kind of cowboys. <laughs> so, uh, um, yeah, man, the future holds ideas like that. Just just growing and, and really expanding our brand, and as our brand expands, it only expands our network and resources for our artists. And uh, that's the most important thing, man. Is in, in true leadership, uh, leaders, you, the, the, the success of a good leader is determined by the success of the people that that leader is in charge of. So myself, I feel that I, I lead my bands, man, my artists, I got, we got a big list of artists right now. Um, you know, we can't work with all of them every second of the day, but we work, it, it it's an ebb and a flow, man. Some artists take a break. Some artists are pushing forward. Some artists take a break. Some artists are pushing forward. It's kind of my plus and minus. It always pushes and gives a little bit, but, nice. um, you know, that's the if our artists are succeeding then we're succeeding and that's the primary goal man
1: it is very much so man so uh before we get going um the block of rock you mentioned it earlier i'm going to play it after this interview so can you talk about that and your initial vision and what it's turned into
0: absolutely um the Durbag block of rock uh started off you know, we wanted to get, we wanted to, inter, we wanted to interview bands. Um, so that was the big thing. We want to get our band's exposure, right? I know, and everybody, the word exposure has got such a negative connotation in this business, man, because, you know, venues and promoters and pay-to-play, they just use that word exposure so much in in, in support of their own goals and stuff that they, they forget about the bands. So yeah. bands hate that word. I'm in a band. I know that one. Somebody comes up to me like, oh, well, we're going to do this for you, but it's just for exposure. Like, you're not going to get anything else out of it. Like, bands get upset about that. But what bands don't realize is exposure is the number one thing an act and an artist has to have as much as possible to be able even to have a chance of breaking through 2016's technological, like, cloud of craziness, man. Like, there's <laughs> so much stuff on the Internet. I can watch a cat on fire jumping through a hula hoop, you know, that's 30 seconds of my life. I'd rather have people watching my bands for 30 seconds of their lives. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yep. uh, and, and you know, we, so the idea of the block rock was to provide, um, the number one thing is if we started it, we had to continue doing it. Um, you know, because so many things, you, you get an idea, you start doing the idea, and it, and it just kind of dies off or fizzles out. Uh, maybe it didn't take hold. Maybe there wasn't an outlet for it to go to. But we've kind of solved all those problems. We have an outlet. We have our own outlets. We have third-party outlets that even get more exposure and more promotion for the arts. Um, And it provides another way to distribute and publish the artist's content and material. So um, it's kind of blossomed into that, man. It's already already done real well. Um, The artists have all been super uh, awesome and very uh, kind about it. They've been very supportive of it. We haven't, I don't think we've had one negative thing said about the block of rock, man. And that's fine. I don't, you know, there's always going to be some haters out there. But, um, you know, it's true and it's real, man. And I think as long as we keep it real, it's going to continue to grow and get better um, for everybody. Oh. Um, I know personally for me, I've never really been a radio host, I've never hosted anything in my life besides my own music on stage, like as a bass player. But uh, so I've, I've had a big learning curve for myself to be able to host it and keep it kind of interesting. Um, and I'm still getting better, you know. Um, yep. I listened back to episode number one and I I listened to episode twenty six and it's a big difference. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can you can hear the change and I'm sure you understand because you're hosting right now. Yes, you know? sir. so you're kinda of sitting in the boss's shoes right now and uh, as 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 repetition occurs, we get better and we get stronger and we keep it more interacting and Dirtbag Ben John's got me some bigger bands, man. I've talked to some big bands that have done big things on the on the phone, man. i people I've talked to on the phone I never thought I'd talk to on the phone in my life. Nice. Um you know, so it's pretty cool, and um, and uh, yeah, dude, it's just a great outlet for for bands to create some community. Uh, it, it's also a way to generate some content that all the bands can share. So uh, we're generating content for our artists. All yeah. they got to do is call me for ten minutes yeah. and share the post once I post it. You know, it's really easy, um, and we do the rest. You know, somebody's got to edit the audio, somebody's got to mix it, somebody's got to put it up on YouTube and put all the tags in and everything. Um and we handle all that. So, you know, it's it's really the block of rock is is one of many ways that we are developing to promote our artists. Um and that's just a um, kind of a radio slash audio way of doing things.
1: And it is a very awesome episode, man. I've heard that. Thank you, I've heard man. I appreciate two of them. it. Very interesting. I was enamored with them, So, yeah, I'm really happy to be part of it. So, before Thank we get you, going Before we get going, um can you tell everybody how to get a hold of Dirtbag? Um it's it's dirtbagclothing.com, correct? Uh,
0: uh we got you can either do dirtbagclothing.com, uh we prefer dirtbag.com cuz it's one word. Um So you go to Dirtbag.com, and, you know, obviously we have our merchandise up there. Uh, We also have uh, our audio player, which is tuned into KMSL out of Vegas, which is Cranked Live. Uh, You can listen to the Cranked Live episodes as well as the Block of Rocks from our website. Um, We have the band tab on that page, which is all the band sponsorship information, the tier levels, the sponsorship form is there. If you're interested in tour support, the tour support program, TSP, that's in there if you're interested in the equipment program tse that there's some information there for that um we have a youtube channel it's uh, at dirtbag clothing 1996 is our youtube channel subscribe to us on youtube uh, we have a facebook and a twitter and an instagram and all that other stuff too uh you know like our page follow us we're always posting some weird stuff we're sharing industry news um we're, we're in the skinny man
1: awesome man so, well Thank you so much for being part of the show. I really appreciate it. It was wonderful talking to you. I've been following Dirtbag since I saw Dimebag Daryl. I believe he was wearing one of your shirts way back when, and I've been following you guys ever since then. So um, it's great to talk to you, man. And, uh, you know, I I love the clothing line. I mean, uh, all my guitar straps are Dirtbag. My lanyard that my keys are on is Dirtbag. You know, I've got...
0: (laughs) You got yeah. the little short lanyard, or do you got the long lanyard on your keychain?
1: I got the long it's one like- with the bottle opener.
0: Ah, the chrome bottle opener. Yeah, yeah, that's nice.
1: That thing is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing when you're going out to drink, man. It's just great. Yeah, in
0: a it- festival and stuff like that, it's perfect
1: to wear, dude, yeah. Yep. Yeah, very awesome, man. So thank you again. Um, yeah, man, uh, good luck with everything, and please keep in contact. Um, I'll try my hardest to make sure any news uh, that I have goes your way as well.
0: Absolutely, brother. Hey, thank you very much for your time. I appreciate what you're doing for our community, and uh, I can't wait to, to grow with you, man, and let's, let's all rise up together, huh?
1: Of course, man. Thanks again. You have a good day. Bye. Right, talk to you soon. All right. That ends my interview with Smitty. Now next up is the Block of Rock from Dirtbag Music. Here is Smitty interviewing Sean Glass from The Bloodline.
2: Welcome to the Dirtbag Block of Rock on Cranked Up Live. I'm your host, Dirtbag Smitty. On the phone today, we have Mr. Sean Glass, guitar player from the band The Bloodline out of Chicago, Illinois. Sean, say hello.
0: Hey, how's it going, everyone out there listening on the uh, computer, the radio, the phone, the phone, (laughs) the whatever.
2: You know, we've been talking to Sean here for a few minutes, and he said that uh, he was a part of some other projects before Bloodline. Can you tell us a little bit about that, Sean? Uh,
0: well, I was in the band Soil for many years. People know me from that. And then I was doing a band called Dirge Within, which uh, I pretty much put the put it to bed and took some of the members and and got a new singer and just started from scratch, and that's what became the Bloodline.
2: I got an offhanded question here, a little bit off, off topic, but uh, in line with touring. Uh, tell me about your... What, what's your gear setup like, man? What what type of guitars are you, you slinging, and uh, what type of amps and, and cabs are you using?
0: Right now, I'm using all E H Thunder 5153 amps, and I love them. And I use all Jim Dunlop pedals, Zach Wild chorus, the uh, gate, smart gate, and uh, killer stuff, and I use all ESP guitars. And EMG pick up, 81 and 85 setup, active, I love them this is the song Poisonous and I'm Sean from the band of the bloodline and this is off our debut album We are one
3: The Lord has
2: another dirtbag sponsored artist visit dirtbag.com the dirtbag block and rock is brought to you by dirtbag clothing and cranked up live sponsored by emg pickups and that was
1: smitty from dirtbag clothing my new sponsor awesome guy very fun to talk to and it was very very nice being able to find out so much about that company I made sure to ask a lot about endorsements because here at the local music revolution one of my main goals is to try to help local musicians on their path to get where they want to go that will include endorsements at some point or another so if you guys hear this listen up go through what he says if you feel that you're worth Going out and getting a sponsorship from Dirtbag, contact them. Let them know that you're alive, that you're there, and that you will bust your hump to make sure that you rep that company well. We're all in this together. As Smitty said, you know, we're we're all here to make it. It's our scene. Um, I am a fan of Jamie Joss's podcast, and he says um, high tide raises all ships. Basically what that means is we all work together to build what we think our scene should be and that is where the hard work comes in so if you think you're worth it seriously give it a try man the worst they can say is not yet to all of those thinking about applying for a sponsorship for dirtbag or any other company good luck so that's the end of this episode thank you very much to smitty and dirtbag you guys are awesome I am so very happy to be working with you guys. To you fans, I hope you like the new segment, The Block of Rock. It will be happening. I'm really excited to have these as part of the show. So I'm hoping to make this a weekly thing. Um, As content permits, we will see how that works. Until the foreseeable future, I am going to try my hardest to make sure that it is a weekly thing. On next week's episode, we will have Jim, the inventor of the Jimmy Clip. The Jimmy Clip is an accessory for a guitar, but that's all I'm saying right now until the interview. You will find out what it is, how the process that he invented it, and uh, everything that you need to know about the Jimmy Clip. It's a very awesome product. The fact that he invented something just is a testament to the fact that... We, as musicians, are problem solvers. So that's the end of the episode. Thank you guys for staying with me this long. This concert's going to be awesome. This sponsorship is going to be even better. You guys have been great to me. Thank you again so very much. Until next time, this is The Local Music Revolution. I am Ogre. You are awesome. Take care and be good, everyone. Is the local this music, is revolution. The local is this music revolution the local music One. revolution local One. music revolution local music One. revolution local music revolution local music revolution local music revolution local music